The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We got injury updates and positive ones at that from Matt Eberfus in regards to a couple of players that are injured. Plus, it's Friday, so you know that means we got to jump into the mailbag. We're getting to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. Holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. You guys can follow the channel at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And Cole Komet was back to normal at practice yesterday. And that is huge news. Like, I, Cole Komet was probably one of the injuries that I was the most concerned about if he was going to miss extended time. Not just because of, like, him and just getting the contract. Yeah, those, part, those things play a part into it. But, like... I just really feel like this is going to be a breakout season for Cole Komet. I feel like he's going to be a big weapon for Justin Fields as well over the course of the season. So I'm happy to hear that Cole Komet was a full participant in practice. And just like Matt Eberfuss said, he's normal. That's it. That's all he said. He was also back to practice yesterday as far as positive updates. We got uh, Unique Ngakwe was back. Rasheem Green was back. Mercedes Lewis was also back. Dante Foreman, Travis Homer, all full goals in practice yesterday. So, you know, also hearing that the starters are going to play in Saturday's game. There are some cause for concern there they're going to play a set number of of snaps so you know we'll see how how much they end up playing but listen we're getting positive updates in regards to the bears injuries and that's what we need right that's what we want we want everybody fully healthy to go by week one as as much as possible and so us moving in that direction is the best update possibly that we can get i'm glad that Cole Komet scare whatever it was wasn't wasn't serious at all it really seems like the only really serious injury we have on this team so far is Tevin Jenkins. It seems like everybody else is going to be uh, ready to go. Matt Eberflew saying that he is confident that the injured starters, including Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker, Chase Claypool, and everybody else will be ready to go by week one. Also, Darnell Wright, another uh, injury update as, as well. He was uh, good uh, with, with his ankle injury, um, and so he's right now listed as day-to-day, but the expectations he'll be ready to go by the first game of the season also. So really when it comes down to it, the, the main person or the only person that really seems like is a threat to, you know, miss week one and probably extended from that is Tevin Jenkins. So we'll see what that ends up being. But it's good to hear that the Bears, everything's in order with them and that they can focus on coming in to this last preseason game, seeing what they need to see from everybody to determine those last roster spots and, you know, to then do their cuts to bring the roster down to 53 men. And then we can get ready to go to the uh, to the season, to the start of the regular season, and face off against the Green Bay Packers. That's what we want. That's what we need to be at. And so it seems like we're moving in that proper direction. And so, you know, with that and preparing for cuts, there are, you know, th- there are a couple of articles, of course, you get around this time of everyone doing, hey, who's going to be a surprise cut? Who's going to be this? Dante Foreman was listed on one that we talked about yesterday. Uh, today was another one that was that listed Travis Gibson, but at the end of the day, I do think that what we know from this team, right, is that Matt Eberflus, everything is evaluation and performance based, and so he is going to use that last preseason game to really determine a lot of things as far as who's going to make this roster. And so, you know, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of things up and down 
in regards to that. He also talked about that there's a wide open position for the QB2, which we've already expected because P.J. Walker has done nothing to show that he deserves that P, that uh, that quarterback too. And so, you know, that that that's all to be expected, right? We're going to have an, uh, we're going to go through the normal evaluation. Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles are going to look at everybody and determine it. And so, you know, we, we still have some position battles as well out there. Um, but I think everything with the with the Bears too is kind of all all shored up in my opinion. We, I, you know, when you look at the position battles we came into the season or this this preseason looking at uh, the defensive end, I think that's pretty settled on on what's going to happen there. Still, maybe outside of an opportunity for you know maybe a surprise there with Terrell Lewis, but. Overall, we know what we know what that's going to be, right? It, like Terrell Lewis is going to play a lot of snaps, but we know it's going to be Walker and Unique Ngakwe on those defensive ends. But with with Walker's ability to play on the inside, you know who, who's going to get that next set of snaps up, right? Travis Gibson is definitely one. But then we look at like the cornerback position. I think Tyreek Stevenson has that uh, that that cornerback two locked up as well. I don't really think there's any any big questions there. So. I think everything, even the running back one, Khalil Herbert's clearly going to be that running back one heading into the season. So really, it's just about injuries, getting everybody back healthy as possible that we can go ahead and get ready to to blow that weasel out. out. Like, that just is what it is, man. We we about to kill Jordan Love. That That's that's what we need to be focused on. But, you know, all right, it's Friday. Enough of me yapping. It's time to get into the mailbag today. Let's go and get into this first mailbag. This one's from K2 Clips. Yo, what up? Hey, C-Dub and Bobby. Hey, man. It's your boy K2, man. I, I know last time I called, man, uh, uh, I, I mentioned I mentioned the offensive line, man. And I want to get back into two more things, man. But just real quick, I just want to thank y'all, man, because y'all, y'all do something for the Chicago Bears platform that I dare I say not too many people doing, man, like the swag and, and, and confidence and vernacular that y'all bring to this channel, man, is, is nice, bro, from C-Dub, who is my homeboy, C-Dub. Hayes with the professional, he like the professor of it all, man. And then there's just Bobby, Bobby with the little swag. You know what I'm saying? Bobby got the swag on him, man. And I, and I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all doing a really good job. Keep it up, fellas. And just real quick, man, I want to touch on two things, man. It's offensive line. Damn, man, why can't we just get some decent bodies that we don't have to worry about, man? We always get these players with these graham cracker bodies, man. Back injuries, leg injuries, shit, man. They they walking and walking into the facility catching injuries, man. But we need that old line to lose, man. If we cannot do that, man, no, I ain't saying we're gonna be in trouble. This guy's, you know, the next up man mentality, next man up mentality is always gonna be there. So, like, damn, you just want your star guys there. You know what I'm saying, man? So I think we're gonna be straight, man. But we just need to stay healthy on that offensive line, man. And then number two, Tyson Bajan. Dare I say, TB17. I like this kid. I really like what he does. Uh, he passes the eyeball test for me. Personally, I feel like he definitely makes things a lot more comfortable when he's in there, man. And being a rookie, man, like, dare I say he got that Brock Purdy 2.0 thing going on? I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is I just like his mechanics as a quarterback, man. He looks like a pure quarterback, man. And y'all keep... Y'all keep this in mind, man. It's going to be his new nickname, TB17. Keep your eye on that boy, man. He's going to do some good things, man. That's all I got to say, man. Just have a good week, man. And always remember, Chicago up, bear down. First of all, thank you for the love of the channel, bro. Like I, like I always say when we get, you know, at, you know love and, and things thrown our way, um, we, we're, we're accomplishing the goal. And the goal isn't a number of subscribers. The goal isn't a number of views. The goal was to create a space that is that feels like you're just talking football 
with your friends in the barbershop, right? Yes, we bring the, the insight. We all have our different things and strengths and weaknesses uh, between me, C-Dub, and Bobby. But when it all comes down to it, like the platform that we created is the thing that we wanted to focus on, and that's what really makes it special. We always say, voice of the fans, right? That 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 is our slogan. And so as we're becoming that and, you know, more people are coming on, we're just glad that we're keeping that. And that's one thing that we always aim to keep. Yeah, we want to make some more things professional. We're going to get some graphics, some overlays to use in here with some certain things, just kind of up the production quality. But overall, we always want to keep that feel, right? We never want it to feel stuffy. We never want it to feel overly produced, right? And yeah, I, I have my time where I go into like this super professional, like pre, 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 presentation style and stuff like that. But like, Overall, it's always going to be fun. Matter of fact, I'm about to flame one of the guys in the voicemail today. Not K2 Clips, but somebody's definitely getting flamed today. So stay tuned in for that. But as far as the O-line injuries, I'm glad to hear that Darnell Wright's going to be back, right? Uh, Nate Davis, it doesn't seem like it's going to be something serious. Somebody in the comments yesterday was like, oh, Nate Davis seems to be a bad, like, calm the fuck down, y'all. Like, when it comes down to it, yes, the next men up mentality. But here's what I want to say. There are, there are people that are playing on the bench for a reason. So, yes, why you can have the next men up mentality, you don't always want to rely heavily in, in position of players that are supposed to be depth pieces, right? It's perfectly fine to be a depth piece at the NFL level, and there are always going to be some people that can step in and probably be starters for you. But, like, you want your starters out there, especially in such a, an important season for Justin Fields and his development. But, yeah, the next man up mentality, we need to embody that. And so I'm glad to hear that most of the line is going to be healthy, and we'll see what happens with Cody Whitehair and his ability to snap the ball. Um, per personally, I'm like you. I'd rather see Doug Kramer in there. But, you know, we'll end up seeing, man, what happens and what uh, Matt Eberflus and, and Luke Getze decide on that end. But, yeah, next man up mentality so we can go ahead and get ready to kill these cheeseheads. That's what it comes down to. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Tonio. Hey, hey, this is Tonio calling from Georgia. Uh, I only have a question. Just wanted to uh, talk about, uh, I know we, we really don't mess with that with the national media because everybody want to get on the field train now or they want to hit us with the, he's still not a good. It was, uh, I had thought that, that Justin Fields is a poor man, Jalen Hurts. And uh, I like how Sam Ancho, I think it's Sam, yeah, Sam Ancho, had uh you know took up for that that and still disrespect to even call this field a, a poor man's anything when in all actuality Jalen Hurts is what you truly would call a poor man Justin Field. Yeah, he put up better numbers, but at the same time, everybody keeps trying to bring up that Justin isn't this and he isn't that. Nobody's bringing up that we had a jackass of a uh, of a of a, a head coach uh, who didn't have any competency of how to run an actual offense with a dynamic quarterback such as Justin. And then we we finally got a, a competent GM but told Justin, look, you gonna have to you gonna have to do what you can do. Survive, survive I, I got you. We finally got DJ Moore and all this other stuff. The same thing that Jalen Hurts didn't have prior to him in this in this second this third season. If we look at the actual difference, Jalen Jalen Hurts versus Justin both are on the same path, one just a year ahead. Justin's running his sec he's in the second year of his second offense in his third year. So I mean, technically last year was his rookie season, just like Trevor Lawrence. The only difference was he had pieces. Justin now is having the pieces and an actual O line that potentially seems like to be set to do their job. So I just wanna I just can't wait now. Like I said, we got the receipt, Egghead and Shady McCoy, you know, he just he's there for clicks, man. I, and and it's like I hate that. I feel like he's a, he he's a good back. We're not gonna discredit him, but I wish people would have a, a actual original take on on the Bears team, not because all of a sudden now we have DJ Moore and a, a 
uh, a competent. I, I'm gonna go and call. I'm on the genius train. Pose is a genius. He's not a jackass. So uh, outside of that, I'm I'm definitely hoping that everything pans out. So that was all. No no question for the day. And uh, bear down. Same answer. Like like yeah, he's extremely dis- disrespectful. Like at this point, comparing Justin Fields to anything, let Justin Fields be Justin Fields. I understand comps. Understand that, especially for people who don't watch in and out, it's easy to make a comp. So that way, you know, you can, you can kind of bring it all home to somebody that you think somebody else has watched. But at the end of the day, Justin Fields is is he's going to shine, right? And I think that a lot of the people who have doubts for Justin Fields, I can't wait to see where they are week eight, week ten, right around that area, and how some of the critiques around Justin Fields. Which let me be clear, critiquing players is fine. That's what you're supposed to do is critique. Honest and objective critique, there's nothing ever wrong with, but it starts getting into the place of slander. And when you start getting into the place of slander and and being biased and, you know, that type of thing, which I think a lot has happened with Justin, you know, you you, you got to eat those words eventually. And, and it is up to Justin to prove it wrong because at the end of the day, he's a quarterback of a 3-14 and 14 team. And right or wrong, as I always say, right or wrong, the win and loss record of a team is reflected by the coach and the quarterback more times than not. Yes, it's an overall team success or not thing, but but you're, the, the quarterback is always going to get a large part of that conversation as far as the win and loss record of a team. It just is what it is. That's just that's just the nature of the game. And so, you know, as long until Justin Fields... It- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's on 18, right? And, and a Bears team that has a winning record? You're always going to see a lot of doubt around Justin. But I think a lot of that doubt is going to get proven wrong this season, in my personal humble opinion. And when it comes to J- uh, Justin versus Jalen Hurts, listen, Jalen Hurts is a damn good player. And then you can you can compare Justin Fields. Uh, like, he could be getting compared to P.J. Walker. Thank God that's not the case, right? But when it comes down to it, um, iron sharpens iron. And, like, the fact that he's even mentioned as a poor man's anything right now to where he said, I kind of understand. But, like I said, the disrespect is going to end soon because Justin Fields, I think this season, is going to prove a lot of his doubters wrong. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Fred. What's up, Paige? What it do, man? This is boy Fred, man. Call checking in. Hey, man, it's like we can't catch a break for nothing, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I like Jenkins, but he, he got to stay healthy. He wants to start, like, eating some healthy food, taking some vitamins, man, because I'd be damned if I want to see Lucas Patrick in that lineup at center. He's another injury-prone guy who we wasted money on. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, they should have gave that boy Doug Kramer a shot because, to me, I think Kramer would do better at center or if not. You know, let like you said, let uh Leatherwood or Jatari Carter let them get an opportunity, whatever at that left guard position. Because I'd rather have Cody Whitehair at the center than having Luke Patrick, and I'd rather have either Leatherwood 
Will Carter at that uh, left guard position until Jenkins get back. Hopefully it'll be two weeks, though. But I'm glad to, to see that Ryan Pose is a GM that's making smart decisions and that's making all the right motherfucking moves than the last fucking GMs we had over the years, me being a Bears fan. And on top of that, you know, I hope we cut T.J. Walker. I damn sure hope we cut Kendall Gildor Bumass. Even Travis Gibson, because Gibson ain't showed me nothing in the last game. So maybe he got one game this week to, to prove the team he's along with the process. Not then, hey, they going to cut Gibson because Ryan Poles, you know, like you said, I know you like, you're not trying to say you're not a Ryan Poles guy, but honestly, Gibson just, I don't know, he, he ain't, he ain't giving that, 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 that slides that well like he did week one. It's like he's inconsistent. We don't need no inconsistent players on the team. And, I think Roshan Johnson might be running back too over Foreman. I don't know. I mean, you know, I could be wrong though. But I like to see honestly, I like to see Roshan be start running back though. But we know that Khalil Herbert, of course, he's gonna be the number one. As far as they talking about love trading Jonathan Taylor, I mean that would be nice, but we don't need him though. Now we needed him, then that's different. Other than that, we don't need him. So they can kill that talk about that though. But I just wanna see the Bears have a good rank. I wanna see Justin Fields do his thing. To shut these haters, these sexy hate ass meters, media, shut their ass up for hating on them. So let me know what you think. Chicago up, better ass. Tevin Jenkins staying healthy, man. Listen, it is frustrating. I'm sure it's frustrating for him. And I know I see a lot of guys like, oh, the Bears got to get better training. Bear. Like, some injuries happen, right? And this one is an unfortunate. Like, there's nothing that you could have done to avoid, get, like, getting a strain in both your calves at the same time. Like, that's a freak accident. Now, yeah, when you when you talk about a player's injury history and when it keeps being something year after year after year after year, it sucks, right? And like I said before, is that we're going to get to a place eventually that this team is going to always have to have a quality backup ready to go because as long as Tevin is your starter, you may run into some injury concerns there. Now, I like Tevin Jenkins. I like him a lot. And I think that he stepped up in a big way last year. He's always, you know, moving uh, across up and down that offensive line. There's a lot of positive uh, words that can give him in that. But you got to stay healthy. You have to stay on the football field. That's what it boils down to. You have to be able to stay on the football field, no matter how good, how much potential you have. If you're not on the field, it doesn't matter. The best ability is availability sometimes, and that's what it's coming down to with players like that. But I'm not ready to write the story on Tevin Jenkins yet. Let's wait till September 6th, which isn't that too far away. Let's get the official announcement. I'm sure the Bears are uh, going over everything that they can with every medical professional to really kind of determine how long Tevin's going to be out, and then determine what their next steps are after that point. Now, as far as the cut, P.J., Vidor, Te- uh, Travis Gibson, the players that you mentioned, Travis, I think, is going to have an- another opportunity to show some things, and I think he absolutely should in this last preseason game. He showed a lot in the first preseason. And, you know, when you talk about consistency, right, consistency doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to you're gonna have to get three sacks every single game. Players are going to get- go up and down. Teams are going to defend you differently when you're having success, right? And then how that line balances out you may get some more opportunities but I do think that Travis has shown some things he needs to show a lot in this last preseason game but you know we'll we'll end up seeing I think Terrell Lewis being there and performing the way that he has definitely has put a little bit of pressure on Travis as well but you know we'll see as far as PJ and Vildor PJ he he got a guaranteed contract man now that doesn't necessarily mean as much in the NFL as in other sports so we'll see but I do think that that points towards him probably being moved to third string. But we'll see. Where do things have happened? Vador, you already know how I feel about Vador. Get his ass up off my football team. But all right, let's get into this next one. This one's for Mr. 420. Hey, what's up, my guys? It's your boy, Mr. 4 and for show. 
I just want to highlight though, and tell everybody, including yourself, to calm the fuck down. We're going to be just all right when it comes to the offensive line. Who gets these giant poles? They know what the fuck they're doing. Y'all said it your damn self. He cooking. He doing his thing. Hey, said it his damn self. Ryan Pohl or Luke Etienne going to show the fucking offense. Like, Andrew's this, Andrew's that. We're going to be all right, boys. Everybody just chill. Fight the bull. Let's see game one versus the Packers. And then let's fucking talk. And let's fucking talk. Let's stop fucking stressing. Everybody chill the fuck out. Have a fucking cognac. Have a fucking drink. Whatever. Smuggle blunt. Chicago up there down. Let me stop talking. Peace, boys. First of all. You talk about get some weed. Get, you got you got to stop doing mushrooms, my guy. Did you call in with an active dick in your mouth while you're trying to leave a voicemail? Because either your your words are slurred, you got some braces in your mouth, you got some fucked up teeth, or you're actively sucking a dick. Like either way, there's some big concerns there at your big age to be calling in and not be able to get a word out your mouth with with it. Like that was terrible. Like like you sounded worse than Bane in the Batman movies. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I can't even focus on what you said. You can talk about the injuries, all that. I don't even give a fuck. I'm really concerned about your dental hygiene and that you need to go see a dentist ASAP to get that going on. Like, the le- the layers of plaque you must have on your tongue is bad, bro. Like, for real, this is what I need you to do. I need you to pop the dick out your mouth, and then I need you to go and, and look and go to the dentist. Please get a cleaning, a deep cleaning, a rinse at the bare minimum, something. Get something. There's some gingivitis going on in there, my guy. Like, you got to get that. Or is, is your mouth wired shut? You sound worse than Kanye West on Through the Wire, bro. What's going on there? That's what I need you to worry about. You calling in worrying about the wrong shit. You don't need to be calling in to, to a podcast. You need to be worried about your, your mouth, bro. What's going on, mush mouth? What the fuck is going on up in there, bro? It sounds like you're chewing on, on fucking peanut butter and shit and a dick all at the same time. Stop smoking Dicks. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Barry. Hey, it's Bobby C. Dub. Hey, Barry here. Um, listen, fellas, what I want to talk about this week, obviously, everybody's fixated on the bids, the injuries, which I, I will cover my thoughts in a second here, but I wanted to give an honest to God progress report on the Weasel Jordan Love because I'm hearing a lot of chirping about, oh, man, this kid looks poised. He looks good. And I, when I look at the film, these highlights, if you will, are we watching the same fucking thing? Because well, I'm not seeing a kid who looks poised like he's throwing accurate balls. They might be accurate, but they're saying this thing is, is phenomenal. I see a guy throwing fucking lollipops and receivers who are making nice plays. I mean, there's a couple of throws to Dobbs. He had a touchdown, and he had a nice, uh, a nice catch along the sideline where they're saying, oh, what a beautiful ball. This is a dime by the weasel. And what I'm seeing is a fucking lollipop that's going half as fast as it should be and I see this kid, Dobbs, who doesn't look half fucking bad. That's my opinion. But I see him slowing down and waiting for the ball where the DB, if he, these, uh, you know, third string scrubs who are probably not going to be on their team, if these guys turn their fucking heads around, that ball's a pick. He's not hitting guys in stride like we know Fields can do. So I'm not too fucking worried about the weasel. I'm not scared of him. Are you scared of the weasel? I'm sure as fuck not. So anyway, and, you know, if he throws one of those on September 10th, one of those, you know, high arc lollipops, Eddie Jackson is going to snatch it out of the fucking sky like an eagle catching a salmon or whatever the fuck they fish. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, that's my thoughts on the weasel. I, I don't think he's that impressive. I think he's going to be a fucking Trent Dilfer type if I had to take a guess and do a little comp here. But anyway, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was this injury. So either one of two things has happened. 
either Boost is running these guys too fucking hard at practice, which we know he likes to practice hard, just the way he says the word practice is like, practice, like that. So either that, or they are just being cautious, and they, uh, you know, let the Packers think that, oh, we're two things up, maybe you're going to overlook us, because I don't think they're actually that banged up, fellas. I think that the Boost is honey dicking, uh, what's the Frenchman over in Green Bay, what's his name, uh, Lafleur. I think he's, I think he's playing with his head a little bit. So anyway, I'm not too worried about it. I think that the Bears are going to be just fine. I think they're going to dope up the. If any guys are hurt, they're going to give them some of those good painkillers, the ones that they gave uh, Rogers in 2018 when he left in the, the season opener and then came back and his fucking eyes were yellow and red as he was high as shit. Remember those painkillers? They're going to hit him with some of those and they're going to be just fine. So maybe Komet and uh, Tevin Jenkins are actually hurt, but. The rest of the guys, they're going to get that good shit. They'll be out there playing come September 10th. Nobody fucking worry about it. So that's all I got for you, boys. So until next time, Chicago up. Shout out to my guy, Barry. Nobody's afraid of the weasel. That's just it. That's what it boils down to. Jordan Love, I will say this, right? I know Barry just kind of flamed him. Jordan Love has looked better in preseason than what he looked in the videos that came out in training camp. He's looked better. Do I think he's looked poised enough to where the, the Packers should be coming in confident thinking that he's just going to blow up this secondary, this secondary is filled with monsters. You're going to have another thing coming, especially as long as Kyler Gordon is in the nickel. So I think that it's, it's going to be a, a wake-up call for Jordan Love when he's facing a, a Chicago Bears team like this, especially if we have the ability to get to him and, and put some pressure and, and get some QB hits and some sacks in there. Jordan Love's going to get rocked a little bit. And I think that how he responds to that is going to tell a lot about the makeup of him as a quarterback. But again, it's his first start. We'll end up seeing how it happens and how it shakes out with him. But I will, I, in fairness, Jordan Love has looked better than what I expected him to look coming into this preseason. But he hasn't looked amazing at all. Any stretch of the imagination, I will tell you this. We hunting quarterbacks coming in September. And Jordan Love's the first on the list. Now, as far as the, do the Bears practice too hard? Yeah, I mean, we've heard players come out and say that they have really hard and tough practice, really intense practices. And so that may be something that Matt Eberflus does need to look at eventually when it comes to, like, the injuries that keep happening with this. But overall, um, I, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. I think that we'll work it out overall. Um, you know, and you know, I do think that it's a mixture as well between this team playing it safe. Absolutely. I do think that this team's playing it safe with their injuries because they want to make sure that these guys are fully healthy and ready to go by the start of the season. But I think all will be revealed shortly. And once all is revealed, listen, the Chicago Bears are coming for you. So get ready. But that's it. That's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for tomorrow's mailbag. The number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like we like to end every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.